Generation Church, based in the beautiful Rex Theater in the heart of downtown Pensacola, Florida. Our hope is that today's teaching will encourage and equip you to be firm in faith, to fulfill the call of God in your life, and to finish well. Grab your Bible, open up your notes app, and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome to the wrap party where we dive a little deeper into Sunday's message. Pastor Ray here, this time with Pastor Taylor. What's up guys? He continued our series called Journey Up, where we're looking at the Psalms of Ascent, which are Psalm 120 through 134, in which the Israelites would sing as they journeyed up to Jerusalem three times a year to get closer to the Lord. Um, this is something that God commanded them to do, and so they were being obedient, and they were coming expecting God uh, to move mightily in, in them and through them. And it's similar to what we can do today. We're on this journey towards God, towards eternity. And Pastor Taylor talked about some of that today, looking at Psalm 129. Pastor Taylor, remind us what your message was about this week, and then we can have a conversation yeah. about it. Um, so 129 focuses on kind of perseverance, and it, it really, you kind of get the importance of it because, you know, in just the first verse of the entire psalm, it's repetitive, yeah. you know, that like talking about what the children, children of Israel went through. And, uh, you know, when you read something, especially out of the old Testament, something that I'm learning, um, you know, reading even the one year Bible and being in Exodus, and then you read some of right now you're at the first portion of Psalms and Psalm 120, I think 127, somewhere around in there. Psalm 27 and even in Proverbs is talking a lot about how to live, you know, and perseverance is a part of that, you know, and even just being reminded, you know, reading through the songs of ascent, studying the songs of ascent, but then kind of watching things unfold that eventually led to that, Mm -hmm. you know, with the, the rescue from Egypt. And, um, you know, I think it was two chapters after they, went through the parting of the Red Sea that uh, Moses is sending Joshua with a bunch of men to fight, you know, some war. And you're like, gosh, wow, you know, already. And, you know, so we talked about perseverance and basically in a nutshell was like perseverance can be a good thing, um, is a good thing. And if we accept what it is that's causing us to be in this season of perseverance and, uh, that we can actually benefit from it. And if we see that we're benefit benefiting from it, then we're able to completely surrender to God because then it helps us really live by faith and trust that God is leading us through this purpose that's behind all of it. Right. So that's kind of where we went today. Yeah, that's cool. I like uh, in second service how you kind of mentioned, you know, um, your third point was surrender it, but you said mm-hmm. you almost could start with surrender as right. part one. And, and right. in fact, the first step, to God is to surrender, right? Mm-hmm. To to say, Jesus, I need you. I I, I know what you did for me. You died right. on the cross yeah. for me uh, to save me. And and then so I'm going to follow you. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Um, I think you could have really put it in any order. Yeah. You know, I yeah. think obviously you have to accept it. You have to surrender it. And the only way to ever benefit from it is by doing those two <laughs> things. So it really is kind of interchangeable in, in the sense of flow or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a really powerful point um, that you can benefit from the trials and the persecutions 
um, that are going on in your life, just like the Israelites did. And you mentioned a few few cases uh, from the Old Testament, mm-hmm. and then uh, the first Christians in the New Testament, and then even um, in Israel today. Um, just this thought that somehow with the struggles that we're going through, there there can be breakthrough um, in our lives. Can you maybe talk about that a little bit? Like how how do we go from uh, maybe this situation that is wrecking us, just, you know, we feel like we're at, at our wits end. How can anything good come out of that? Right. You know, and it's always, it's, if, if anything ever lines up with the saying, it's easier said than done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is one of those things because, uh, you know, when it comes to, the pain in your life. Like nobody just wakes up and is like, Oh, I look forward to hurting today. You know? And I think that's what makes the devil our enemy. So sneaky is he doesn't just like, even if you look at the story of Job, like those were some big things that Mm -hmm. the devil did to him. Um, Haymakers, so to speak in the boxing world. But even then the goal behind those things weren't just to, make Job's life a living hell, so to speak. It was, what was the whole goal? For him to curse God, to doubt God, to allow the circumstance of life to dictate his view of God. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the devil gets a lot of us, that when we do have pain, we do have questions. Um, Like I share the story about us walking through a miscarriage. Like that was one of the first times in my life where... Like I question in ways that I never questioned before. And I was coming through a season of a really tough ministry experience to where that alone was like, oh, I'm not sure I, I want to do the ministry thing anymore. And um, then that happened. And it was like, I was already kind of weak in the sense of my thoughts and my thought life. And when that happened, it just like, catapulted me into this season and not one time did it ever feel like the devil just hit me with some home run. It was more of like, like the act that the enemy caused in the miscarriage didn't make me question my faith or didn't make me want to leave God or stop believing in God, which I think a lot of people think that that's what the devil's goal is. But what it did do was make me question God's motives yeah. and question God's faithfulness. And that's a dangerous place to be mm-hmm. um, because the devil is smart enough to know that if he can infiltrate our thoughts, then we'll self-destruct. Like if you think about all this world of deconstruction and a lot of those from a negative sense are driven by a hurt, mm-hmm. driven by an experience, and driven by these, you know, age-old questions. Why does God allow good things to happen or bad things to happen to good people? And like, you know, it's in our thoughts. And so I think that's the biggest message that if I could leave anyone with is like, if we can, I think perseverance is what keeps us grounded in the right thoughts. Yeah because we're not focused on the journey or the destination. We're focused on the journey so that God can deliver us out of it. And that's where we get the songs of ascent, right? Yeah. Like these people, we don't necessarily know 
or I haven't really done the research is like what's happening in this time period. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we have, we do know that Psalms was written sometime later than like, you know, uh, the Exodus and, and all that stuff. So it's like, there's times that generations come and gone, mm-hmm. but yet now we have this collection of Psalms yeah. of where they're remembering what God did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, they still have the thoughts of those experience, but their thoughts are upward. Like they're on God, right. they're yeah. focused on God. And I think that's where we need to be. Yeah. It's interesting how um, you pointed out in, in this Psalm in particular, but in really all the Psalms we've looked at in this series so far, um, the Israelites, they're not just remembering God's faithfulness and um, the outcome of what God did, but they're remembering the trials and the hard times that they were going through. And, and I think that draws out a good point because I think a lot of us, when we're thinking about how God has been faithful, we have no um, reference to say that other than his word, which, which we have the privilege of reading. But also it's how do we know he's faithful is because we've we've been on the other side of the trials. And so we see his hand in it as we look mm-hmm. back. But we can't we can't just look and say, ah, God is faithful. He brought me through. What did he bring you through? Like you have to remember where you were at. Mm-hmm. And I like how you also drew out that um, the things that we go through. Maybe it's because of our own disobedience. Maybe it's because Satan has an agenda against us, which he does. Um, but God, in his sovereignty and in his control, he attaches something to the end of it, right. whether it's character building in us or now we have a testimony that we can share to help people going through similar situations. It's interesting how no matter what we're going through, God is there. And like that scripture says, he works all things for good to those who are called mm-hmm. according to his purposes. Right. And so it's just it's just an amazing thought, even even going through things currently. Maybe there's people listening that are just depressed because mm-hmm. life isn't going great. Just focus on God. You mentioned um, this, something that uh, someone said to you one time, it's, I'm not doing it exactly how you did, but you said something like, it's not the destination we need to focus on. It's the journey to the destination. And so when we're going through these hard times, we need to look for how God is moving in them, not just how terrible the situation is. You know, think about it this way and and what the, the writers of these Psalms are doing in that journey to the temple. Um, We don't know how long that journey is, you know, geographically or where they're coming from. Um, you know, it is true to say that, you know, the temple Mount is up high, Mm -hmm. the temple is up high. And so, you know, it's hard to walk up any hill, you know, that's steep or anything like that. So regardless is the fact of like, it's almost like they might have this mindset and this is just my mind running with this idea, but that they just have to get to the temple. They just have to get to the presence of God, so to speak. They have to get to church. And, you know, but we have now, like church does do that for you. But even then, and even in that time period, God's presence went wherever you Mm -hmm. went. And so it's like, 
perhaps that's the mindset we need to have through these persevering times is like, I just have to get to God's presence, whether that's going in your room. Um, some of the best times I have with God is driving down the road and I just Mm -hmm. blare music, you know, and, and even on the surface level, music really has nothing to do with it. Like obviously music will mess with you. Music will lead you and there's power in music, but like music is not the, key to God's presence. Right. You know? And so for me, it's like if someone's listening and they're in something where they're just riddled with depression or riddled with anxiety and even thinking about suicide or whatever the case may be, that's exactly where the devil wants you to be. Mm -hmm. He wants to infiltrate your thoughts. And if you could just get to God's presence and find your safety in God's presence, he's going to begin to speak peace to that. And then you're going to experience what we talked about today and what perseverance is. So if you just accept where you are, that doesn't mean you have to be okay with it, but you accept it and you allow God to to benefit and God to pour into you through that, you're going to see purpose come out of it. And then once you're able to surrender it, then like God is going to show you everything you need to see, everything you need to do. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, was, you know, we we're talking about the journey up and people mm-hmm. coming from all over the area, traveling to Jerusalem. Um, a couple of things that just popped to mind is um, like Psalm 23, mm-hmm. like though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you are with me. Um, you know, the roads that they traveled on, a lot of times there would be brigands, you know, people wanting to steal from them or harm them that they had to watch out for. There was wild animals that would come against them, I'm sure, you know, and so it's not like maybe we might think like, Oh yeah, they're just going on a hike, you know, (laughs) you know, some, some safe place, you know, or walking along the beach, you know, Mm -hmm. in in their bathing suit or whatever. Like it it could have been a treacherous journey at times. Mm -hmm. Um, but they knew that God was with them and these songs were helping them, uh, to remember what they had been through, to remember all the things God had done. And really, um, maybe to kind of tie it into your message and the ultimate thrust um, they're hoping for the future. They're hoping for all the things God has planned, has coming for them. Um, and and really us, like our hope is in Jesus returning and then us spending eternity with him. Mm-hmm. And so you talked about how, uh, you know, to go back, like it's not the destination we should focus on, but the journey. I mean, it, it's almost both, both and, you know. Um, God has purposes for us now. He has things he wants us to learn. Um my thoughts are kind of jumbled here, but I'm going on a little tangent. I once heard, you know, to answer, you're talking about deconstruction to answer the question of why, why does God allow suffering in the world? Um, one person I heard in a debate, he said that, you know, God's plans are higher than ours. We, we never understand like how, how it all works, but we can know that maybe, maybe the, the only purpose is, for soul building, like we go through bad things and it strengthens us. Like that, that's what it is. It's perseverance. Like why do, why does, why is there suffering in the world? It's to teach us the things that we need. Like God doesn't want us to just be stuck where we're at. He's got this journey and this uh, transformation he's wanting to work on us with through these trials and tribulations. Now, 
if you think of some of the worst atrocities that have ever been committed against people or uh, these natural disasters that might kill hundreds of thousands of people, like how is their purpose in that? Man, I don't know, but I do know that God is good. I know that God is faithful. And I know that whatever it is, he has some purpose that he can turn it to good for us. Um, But yeah, I think we need to focus on eternity. Yes, because that's where we're going to be, but we have things to do on the journey. We have people that we're going to encounter that we can share the love of Jesus and, and point them to him. You know, there, there's reasons why we go through what we're going through and you, you've been touching on it um, in your message this morning. Like we have to accept it and then we can benefit from it. If, if we plant the right seeds, right. right. You talked about um, verses uh, three and four, I think, um, they're remembering uh, the people who have afflicted them. And they say, the plowers plowed on my back. They made long their furrows. And so, you know, if, if you kind of take that literally, I, I almost thought about um, Jesus when he was getting the lashings, you know, they were putting furrows in Jesus's back. Um, but it was in his death and resurrection, you know, his body was the seed put in the ground. And then when he resurrected, it's almost like he is he's the embodiment of the tree of life right yeah i actually read that same thought in a commentary yeah um it's like you know if you're thinking of that imagery of the furrows like you know plowing the ground mm-hmm. the aisles to plant the seeds and like if you compared it to like a messianic type visionary or you know imagery you think of jesus being whipped and the furrows up his back mm-hmm. and then you think of the scripture by stripes, we are healed, you know, and and within that, even if you just focused on that, like it still ties purpose to your pain Mm -hmm. because the hope that we even ended the message with was eternity. Like our hope isn't a wish. Like hope isn't a wish. It's confidence. It's Mm -hmm. a person. It's Jesus. And, you know, I think that's when we're at that place and I will not always get it right by any stretch, but, um, when we can stay in that place, we see that eternity is our hope and that I try to have the perspective that regardless of what I go through, if I can have the right perspective through it, then it's preparing me for not, it's not only preparing me for eternity, but those around me for eternity. Yeah, so cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Hey, do you have any last words of encouragement for people listening? Man, I would just say like, you're not alone wherever you are. If you are listening to this and you find yourself in a season where you feel like the only thing you can do is persevere, I can promise you that uh, God sees you. Um, You're almost there. Uh, And celebrate where you are and be thankful where you are because there will come a time where you look back and see God's faithfulness through it and how it impacted those people around you. Yeah, that's really good. I've seen in my life. I know you have in yours. And and maybe you're struggling as you're listening to this, but if if you think about it, if you've walked with God for any length of time, you you know it's true as well. So just just lean on God through through whatever He whatever's coming your way. Just lean on God. We want you to know that we love you and we're praying for you. And we hope that you would tune in next week as we continue this series. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging out with us at Generation. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at Generation Pensacola. 
or go to the website at generationpensacola.com and from wherever you download your podcasts. If today's teaching impacted you, we'd love to hear about it. So please drop us a note.